So we're going to begin our morning meditation by just settling back and getting comfortable. Your hands resting wherever they're at ease. Many people meditate with their eyes closed. Um, This is not necessary. For whatever reason you wish to keep them open, that's fine. Just keep them looking mostly downward or not around the room, unless, of course, you need to be looking at our interpreters. And we can take a few deep breaths to settle. Noticing the effect of these deep breaths on our body and mind. Notice your body seated here, just becoming aware of whatever is obvious to you. Heaviness, lightness, warmth, tingling, coolness. If you notice there are any areas where you feel tense or tight, you can allow them to soften a little, to just breathe maybe more deeply into that area if that's possible. Just inviting in a softening, relaxing. And then letting your breath come to its own natural rhythm, not trying to lengthen your breath or shorten your breath, in and out through your nose. See if you can feel your breath in your body. Where do you notice your breath moving through your body? Now some of you have an area where you attend to your breathing and uh, you're welcome to do that right now. For those of you who are newer or not quite sure, let's bring our attention to our abdomen area. Can you feel your abdomen rising and falling? Expanding and contracting with the natural breath. So this is a place many people attend to their breathing. They feel their breath moving in their abdomen, just the gentle rising and falling. Now shift your attention to your chest area. Can you feel your chest expanding and contracting with each breath? Just letting your breath be at its own natural rhythm. 
And all we're doing is tuning into a process that's naturally happening. Now turn your attention to your nose and see if you can feel your breath in your nose area. There's tingling, coolness, warmth, slight movement. So typically people attend, they feel their breathing. They notice their breathing as a way to stay focused in meditation. But it's not the only thing you can do. So I'm gonna offer two more options. One is for people who can hear and the other is for people who can't. So if you can hear, let's turn our attention to the sounds around us. If you can't hear, stay with your breathing, doing, staying whichever of those three were the easiest or clearest for you. The rest of us can listen to the sounds of, in the room. Maybe sounds outside the room. Sometimes there's silence in between sounds. So we're just listening. Letting the sounds come and go. without getting lost in a whole story about the sounds. I like that sound, I don't like that sound. Just listening. Okay, one other thing that all of us in the room can pay attention to is to gently bring your attention to your hands or your feet. Whichever of those are really obvious to you. Maybe there's tingling in your hands, heaviness in your feet, tingling. Just to notice that. Feel it. can notice that the sensations are changing. Maybe moving to different parts of our hand or different parts of our feet. So it's helpful in this mindfulness practice to have what we call an anchor. 
An anchor is like a ship throws out an anchor. It keeps it from being tossed and turned by the waves. When we practice mindfulness, it's helpful to have a meditation anchor to keep our mind from being tossed and turned. So the anchor is that which we'll always return to, that which we always return to. So choose one now, if you're new, maybe those of you who've been practicing a while have an anchor you already use. And your choices are your breath, in your abdomen, your chest, or your nose. Most people tend to use the breath, but it doesn't work for everyone, which is why I gave some other options. Another option would be listening to the sounds as they come and go. And for the deaf yogis here, you can try the physical sensations in your hands or feet if the breathing doesn't work for you. So choose whichever is the easiest, the clearest, most accessible. And if you can't decide, they all work equally well, so just pick something. And let's let our attention settle on whatever is our anchor. And it may be, especially if you're new, that you're going to experiment a little, try this, try that, that's totally fine. But let's just start with something. Coming to rest on our anchor, feeling the rising, falling, expanding, contracting, in, out. Sounds or sensations. There's a lot of choice I just gave you, so keep it really simple. Just choose something. And let's see if we can keep our attention on our anchor to the best of our ability. Some people call this our home base in meditation. Our focus point. Feeling our breath, breath after breath, or sound or sensation after sound or sensation. Now as you do this, what happens for most people is they tend to notice that their attention wanders. This is completely normal. This is what our minds do. It's appropriate. We have minds that think about things. 
So you're with a breath or you're with your feet for a moment and then the next thing you know you're spaced out, lost in thought, planning, remembering, imagining. There'll be a moment that you notice that you're lost in thought. And that actually is a moment of mindfulness. And you can say a soft word in your mind. You can say thinking or wandering. And then gently redirect your attention right back to your anchor. So you're with your anchor. You get lost in some kind of thought. You notice it. You say thinking. And then you come right back. And you just keep doing this over and over. And there are different ways to meditate. You'll be learning different skills over the course of this week. We're beginning here with a practice that cultivates focus, that tries to work to calm our mind, to bring some concentration and lead to clarity of mind. So your job right now is simply bringing your attention back when it wanders again and again. See if you can do this kindly, not to judge yourself or get mad at yourself, but just, okay, wandering, thinking, coming back. That's all you have to do. So I'm gonna stop talking now and we'll try this in silence for the remainder of our meditation period.
Thank you for your practice. Let's, um, we have a period right now of just a little while to see if we have any questions about the basic instructions or anything that's coming up for you so far or anything to share. Um, so just a little bit of an open space right now if there's any, anything you want to ask about your meditation. Was it clear to you about the choice of anchors? Oh, is that a question? Okay. Uh-huh. So, do we want to mic it? I think one's probably fine. So during the meditation, with my eyes closed, I feel like I can see sometimes colors. Feels like like energy, blue, purple, different colors. So I I looked at the colors and I continued breathing. Sometimes I see really clear pictures. Sometimes it feels like things are very remote. Things that are kind of outside of this space. It's like images. Should I just stay with that? Should I continue to attend to that? Should I do something else? Some people tend to have visual meditations. It's a normal thing. Some people don't at all. And there are some people that have colors, images, light. So it's, it's, a, it's, it's just people have different experiences. Um, the main thing to do is really to see if you can let that mostly be in the background and keep your attention primarily on your breathing And then every now and then it might just be very obvious, so turn your attention to it, notice it for a little bit, but then come back to the sensations of breathing. So it just just may be, it may be there the whole time, it may go away, it may fade, but not to make a big deal out of it, just to know that it's kind of part of how you're experiencing the moment, and it's totally fine. Refocus back to the breath, to the belly area, perhaps the abdomen, kind of bring that energy back to the abdomen, you think? Yeah, if that's where you're paying attention, yeah. Thank you, thank Mm -hmm. you. Thanks. I know this is probably not unusual, but it surprised me a little bit. I find that I'm falling asleep, like sitting up. And it's kind of embarrassing, but um, <clears throat> suggestions. I mean, I just, you know, it's like I was in that boring fourth grade or fourth period trigonometry. I was like, oh, okay, I gotta stick okay with my breath. Anyway, your thoughts on that? Um, did anybody else get sleepy? Raise your hand. Okay. <laughs> so, yes, it is normal. <laughs> um, it's, it, I mean, first of all, let me just take a guess. Hold on, wait. 
You don't get enough sleep, right? I mean, most people statistically don't get enough sleep. So you come here, you've, you know, you've worked really hard to get here, you've done, put everything, and getting all your business in order, you get here and we're just tired. And, that's, so, and then when we sit down in a quiet place with our eyes closed, my voice is soothing, or the, it's, it's very, very natural for people to get really sleepy and even to fall asleep. It's not a problem. There's a couple of things. So when you're on retreat, the first day or two often is very sleepy for people. And we will encourage you to take a nap if you need to so that you can uh, be as rested as you can and to know that it's a normal part of the process that when we're, when we're, um, we're, we're on a meditation retreat, we're going to get tired and it's okay. And, um, and there are tools that you can do to work with the sleepiness when it's happening. First of all, don't I hear that you feel embarrassed, but everybody... So far, I, I have never seen it like someone's completely fallen over and smacked their head or something. I have not. I don't know if you guys have. But, um, but it's just, it's every, everybody's experiencing it. Um, so the tools that you can do, so um, tomorrow night Carol will talk a lot about how to work with sleepiness because it's a typical thing that people experience. But for now, I will just say you can stand up. I'm going to teach, we'll teach a little standing meditation later today so you can stand up. You can open your eyes, wiggle your fingers and toes. Um, you just want to bring some energy into your meditation. You can also start to become aware of what is sleepiness, sleepiness like in my body. Oh, there's heaviness. It feels kind of unpleasant, foggy. We can bring our mindfulness to it. Um, but we'll be giving you more tools for now. Don't worry about it. Try to get some rest. And if you're still really, really, really sleepy by like the fourth or fifth day, talk to the teacher and we'll help you work with it. Okay. Thank you for bringing that up. It's really important. Behind, yeah. Um, I kind of went on a, an emotional roller coaster during that time mm. where I. <laughs> Sorry. Mm. What do I do <laughs> to s- stay quiet when I'm feeling like this? Yeah, okay. Okay, so let's just take a breath and maybe just really feel your your butt on the chair or on the cushion. Just feel the floor. Feel your feel the connection of your body. And take a few breaths. And there's nothing wrong with feeling emotion when you meditate. In fact, it's incredibly common. So just to know that it's okay for it to be here. There's nothing wrong. Just take a few breaths and feel your body. And just encourage everybody as we're sitting here, whether we're having emotion or not, just to feel our bodies, feel the feet on the floor or the, our butt on the cushion, the connection with the earth. And just letting, living a little space for that emotion to be present. So what happens, as I just invited you to do that, what happens, what's your name? Jessica. Jessica, what's happening right now? What's happening What's happening? Is it more, is it stronger, is it calming a little bit? It's, I'm I'm able to come back to it with my breath, that's my anchor. Uh Uh-huh. But then I, I'm not even thinking about anything. Like it's just... It's just coming through you. Okay, so just to say, let me say a few things, and then what I'm going to suggest 
is, um, is that, well, let, here, let's say this. Sitting on a meditation retreat and having emotions just suddenly come through us without a whole story about it, without unexpectedly, very, very normal. Okay, these emotions come. It's like, you know, it's like these things, we're so busy in life <laughs> and we just don't even have time to feel what we're feeling half the time. And we come here, there's space, it's a safe space, boom, things arise. So we're going to give you lots of tools for working with emotions. In right now, the quick tool to say to you is find a part of you that's not having these intense feelings. Maybe your hands or feet, stay connected to that. Notice the emotion, feel it, bring your attention to it, just feel it, see if you can bring some kindness to yourself as you're feeling it. Come back to the hands and feet, or feet, so that you really feel grounded and solid and just letting that emotion be here. You can label it, sadness or fear, whatever it is. Notice what it feels like in your body a little bit and then mostly stay grounded in these ways that I'm talking to you. And then if it just gets more and more intense, you can leave a note for Victoria Gulu, and they can meet with you and, and, and kind of help you get some more tools. We will absolutely, over the course of this week, be giving you lots of tools for working with emotions. And just to know it's normal, there's nothing wrong, and you'll totally learn how to work with it. Okay? Thank you. Mm-hmm. Couple over here. I think you should do walking because I'm blah blah blah. Um, before I came here, I was telling people that I was going to a meditation retreat, and I got the question, "What kind of meditation?" A lot, and even in the kitchen doing our work meditation, he asked, "What kind of meditation are you doing this morning?" So, what does that mean? what kind of meditation are we doing okay we can think of meditation as a really big category just like sports is a huge category there's hundreds and hundreds of sports probably thousands of types of sports and there are different types of categories of sports like there's ball sports and water sports and you know group sports and things like that so meditation it's a big category with lots of different types of meditations underneath so there are practices that cultivate concentration there are practices that cultivate that develop healing that there are practices that where we uh, do visualization what we're in the camp of is awareness practices practices that cover that that cultivate awareness and we're doing mindfulness. So this, this, this is mindfulness meditation. It's also called Vipassana meditation. It's also called insight meditation, all the same thing. And so, um, and so we're narrowing down in this particular category because this is our expertise and we know that this is a tremendously beneficial type of meditation that helps us in all the ways we started to talk about last night. So that's, that's roughly what we're doing. Just as a side note, just for fun here, I was looking up weird sports just just to see, because I know there's some weird meditations out there. So I was like, what kind of weird sports out there? You know what there are that people do? Cheese rolling. They take a giant ball of cheese and they like roll it down a hill like a wheel and they do extreme ironing. (laughs) They go to the top of a mountain and then they iron and see who can do it in the most extreme places. And chess boxing. You know it and then you punch someone. (laughs) Luckily, we're not teaching you that type of meditation if you were... (laughs) 
wondering. <laughs> okay, last one. Yes. So sort of piggybacking on two questions. The sleeping one you mentioned, changing position, and then this one you are sort of saying you're open to all sort of philosophies. I notice, and I know, don't get rid of comparing mine, but I notice a lot of people aren't moving. I, I might have a tendency to move during a meditation. Does that bother people? Do you guys have a goal of people staying still? Can you speak to that at all? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a benefit to staying still in that as our body stills, our mind gets stiller, and there's more capacity to see into it when it's calmer and stiller. But we're not going to be still necessarily right out of the gate. It takes time. It builds with concentration. Um, so a good idea is stay as stay as still as you can. And then if you feel like you really need to move, it's absolutely fine. But just do it with mindfulness, right? So move slowly, carefully, with awareness and quietly. So you're trying not to disturb the group. But there, you, don't, you definitely don't have to stay completely still like that. We're not, we don't have that expectation. We just want us to be sensitive to each other and to do it with awareness. Uh, is it one, maybe one more, is it a burning question? Okay, burning. Go for it. It's fine if we go into the next, yeah. So this is kind of an extension to the sleep question. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm tired, but I also feel like my go-to to to turn off to the world is to go to sleep. Mm -hmm. Um, So when I'm having a really hard time sitting and being present, I fall asleep. Is there more suggestions to kind of fighting that? Yeah. Well, it's great that you know that about yourself, right? So it's not unconscious. Like, you, just, you know, okay, I've had it, I'm going to sleep. So I would say just do, just, you we're about to do a walking meditation, and I think that's going to really calm them. I don't know anyone who's fallen asleep during walking meditation <laughs> to this day. I have not heard of that. But you will do practices that bring up energy, and, um, and I think the compliment should be helpful. And then try the standing meditation, which I'll teach probably in the next sitting. I'll teach it some. So you'll get a sense of that as well. And so standing might be a great one for you. And um, we'll go from there. And you, you'll always, everybody, what you may not know, I know there are so many new people, you'll have a meeting with teachers in small groups tomorrow. And so you'll also get to ask a lot of questions in those small groups. And some people will meet tomorrow and some people will meet the next day. And so you can talk to the teacher about it if it's, you know, still going on. I've um, told this story before, but I have taught classes at UCLA for a long time. And I used to have a aunt who was in her 80s and she would come to my classes and she had terrible insomnia and she said she got the best sleep of the week in my class. <laughs> so it's not the worst thing. I'm betting you're really tired and you could use a little rest. It's okay. Um, all right, so. So we're going to do just really brief instructions now on uh, walking meditation or um, more broadly, moving meditation. So I'll explain how you can adapt this if walking uh, doesn't work for you. Um, If it's okay for your body and you can come to standing, then please uh, come to standing. Uh, 
And so the idea, hang on. So the idea with walking meditation is that it's meant to support uh, the sitting meditation. So this morning, we, as Diana said, we were doing this uh, focused attention. And so with the walking, um, we can practice this, but it also helps to raise the energy a bit because if you just sit nonstop, not only will you get tired, but your body will ache. So this is an antidote to that. So um, the first thing to say about uh, the walking meditation is um, you really want to feel your body, so you're in your body. And so I often, just so that we are all starting from the same base, you can begin just by shifting your weight to left foot, feel what that feels like. So, and then shift your weight to the right foot. And so for me, it's almost like if I had a pitcher of water and I was pouring water into the left leg, and then I pour that same pitcher of water back into the right leg. So there's a certain fluidity, right? But I feel that in my body. So that's one thing we do when we walk. We actually shift back and forth. So to be sensitive to that kind of movement. The other thing that we do uh, when we walk is that we lift. And so you can try this. So you can shift your weight to the left foot. And then you can lift your right foot off the ground a little bit, and then you can move it just a little bit in front of you, and then place it down, and then you'll feel as you shift your weight towards the right foot. And then naturally, as you shift the right to, the, to your right foot, you'll feel your left foot starting to come up. So then there's the lifting, you're moving the left foot through space, and then you're placing it back on the ground. Okay, so now we don't have, you may not have a lot of room, so you can just kind of step back a little bit. But these are the felt sense mechanics, we can say, of walking, that often, if you're like me, and I'm in the middle of my day, I don't pay attention to this. There's not that kind of sensitivity to how the body moves. And so with the uh, kind of very traditional instructions, the idea is that you find a space, maybe 10 paces long, and uh, you practice this kind of walking. You really tune into the felt sense of shifting, I'm lifting, I'm moving my foot, and then I'm placing my foot back on the earth, and then right into the shifting, lifting, moving, and placing. And if it helps you to just you know remember shifting, lifting, moving, placing, that's fine, but make sure it's in the background and the felt sense of your body is really in the foreground. And so this is how your attention gets more focused. You're just, you're staying attentive to your body moving through space. Now, a common thing that'll happen is that um, you may look at your feet. It's like you're, you're looking to see, oh, my feet are moving and what I would encourage you to do is actually don't look at your feet. Just trust that they're there and feel your feet uh, for two reasons. One, if you do this, you're going to get a neck ache very quickly because you're going to be looking down for this whole walking period at your feet. The second is that if you don't look down at your feet, you actually have to feel them. You have to feel that whole process. So this is slower walking meditation. So you go from one point 
and you walk maybe 10 paces, you get to the end, you stop, know that you stopped, you turn around, and then you walk back. And then you stop, know that you stopped, turn around, and you walk. So you maintain the continuity of attention. And unlike normal walking, you're going from point A to point A. You're not going anywhere. And that's the beauty of this practice. You literally are walking back and forth kind of in this lane of about 10 paces. And there'll be times when your attention will get grabbed. You'll notice a bird flying by or, you know, you'll feel the the warmth of the sun and there'll just be a moment where you kind of go out into nature and you're appreciating it. And that's fine. But then reconnect back to your body and then you can begin that process again. So there'll be, just like in the sitting meditation, there'll be kind of a going out, there'll be distraction, there'll be these other things, and then you come back. If you find that you're really sleepy, you don't have to do the super slow walking. You can actually increase the speed a little bit, and uh, I often then in that process just notice each time I make contact and then each time I lift. So it's a simpler kind of process. It's like I feel my leg moving and then placing, moving, placing. So it's a little less of that, you know, really detailed process. And if you find that you still need to raise the energy a little bit, you can go even a bit faster, but you're just aware of your body moving through space. You feel your arms, your legs shifting, so your attention is still with your body. I would encourage you though to go a little bit slower than you normally do in your everyday life because again we're kind of trying to settle in here and so if you can just go even a hair slower even if you know so the fast walking it's still a hair slower than what you might do um, in your everyday life because that'll help maintain the continuity uh, of awareness. Anything you want to add? Oh, right. So you can practice uh, the walking meditation uh, outside. There's a walking uh, hall. If you go out of this uh, hall and then there's the stairs that go upstairs and you'll see um, there's little instructions. You kind of walk the short way rather than the long way if you do a lane so that way many people can walk together in the upstairs walking hall. There's also a walking hall below this meditation hall. So if you go outside, there's stairs that go down and there's a meditation uh, walking hall down below. And then we will ring a bell uh, when it's time uh, to come back into the hall for the next sitting period. Anything else? Oh yeah. Um, Do you want to add something? Yeah, so there's often questions about what to do with the hands or the arms. And really, I'd say, um, you know, I tend to just let them be natural hanging at my side. Some people prefer to kind of, you know, hold them in front or in back. Um, It's really just what feels like it's natural and supportive to you. And it's not, uh, you know, you don't feel like you're getting tight or you're holding your shoulders up at your ears or it's not creating unnecessary tension. Okay, enjoy the walking. Thank you for listening. 
To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.